0: We're here to answer the big questions in Austrian football, and the one from this week is, do referees have balls? Welcome to the other Bundesliga podcast. Yes, you did hear that right. The big talking point in Austrian football over the last few days is uh, whether the referees have balls, and that's something that Sturm Graz coach Nesta El Maestro has taken care of. By uh, screaming the question out loud on the touchline of the game against Salzburg. So that was probably one of the most uh, outrageous and interesting things that happened in Austrian football in the last few days. But we've got plenty of games, of course, six games to bring you coverage of. And we'll look ahead to this weekend's games as well. So thanks for joining us. My name's Tom Midler. And we've got Lee Wingate and Simon Clark with reports as well to come in. And why don't we look back at the action from match day 25? And we'll start with Lee Wingate who covered Sturm Graz against Red Bull Salzburg, and also another thrilling game between Wolfsburg and Hartburg. Some great stuff going on in the top six battle.
1: Red Bull Salzburg had scored 13 goals and conceded none in their three competitive matches since the corona break, so I was expecting them to comfortably beat Sturm Graz side in total disarray. What I did not expect to see though was such an exquisite hat-trick from Dominic Sobberslay. To quote Shania Twain, the Hungarian winger don't impress me much usually when I see him play, but based on this showing, it was clear to see why he's being linked with a move to AC Milan in the summer. Sobberslay opened the scoring with a swerving free kick from some distance in the 8th minute, and then thumped home as Latko Yunutsevich passed from inside the box with his left foot two minutes later. Stefan Hierländer did halve the deficit from a free kick on the quarter-hour mark, but that was largely down to Salzburg shot-stopper Chichan Stankovic fumbling the ball at his near post. What came next cannot be described as surprising, but it can't have helped the hosts as they sought to find a way back into the game. Sturm Graz boss Neste El Maestro, who we've often spoken about on the pod this season, as cutting a rather frustrated and volatile figure on the touchlines, was sent off for an angry outburst following a collision between Jaeger and Ashimiru. The Ghanaian was booked, but El Maestro believed the challenge was worthy of a red and can be heard screaming at the referee, Haben Sie keine Eier oder was? which translates into English as, Do you have no balls or what? Salzburg made it 3-1 five minutes later, when the 17-year-old Adi who started on the left flank, thundered a volley that bounced off the crossbar and then into the path of Patson Dacca, who slotted home his 22nd goal of the season. He's now netted every 60 minutes in the Bundesliga this term, which is one minute faster than his former teammate Erling Haaland. Having already lost their coach, the task facing the home side became even more daunting when Lukas Spendelhofer was sent off for a late challenge on Jérôme Ongonnet in the 24th minute. Soboslay then completed his hat-trick two minutes before the break, first performing a Maradona turn to nutmeg Otar Ishvili, and then rifling the ball into the bottom corner from outside the box. The fifth and final goal came midway through the second half when Adeyemi intercepted a loose ball, raced down to the left and picked out He Huan in the box the korean then turned past his marker in a manner reminiscent of his turn that left Virgil van Dijk on his arse earlier in the season and slotted into the corner the evening went from worse to even worse for storm a few minutes later when they had a second player sent off their other center back Isaac Donkor seeing red for a second bookable offense the win moved salzburg 7 points clear of second place rapid and took their tally to the sea for the season to 87 goals, meaning they've averaged an astonishing 3.5 goals per game and netted 30 more goals than the next best attack in the league. Sturm Graz, meanwhile, have lost every single game in the championship round so far, and they look certain to finish in 6th place. Salzburg's closest challengers going into matchday 25 were Wolfsburg, who had picked up that memorable point in the 3-3 draw with last the previous round. They made a bright start to their clash with Hartberg, with star man Sean Weissman assisting Marc-Andre Schmelbuk for the opener on the five-minute mark. Weissman then added a second in the 37th minute and it was exquisite, the Israeli totally wrong-footing René Svetter in the Hartberg goal with a cheeky backflick on a wayward volley from Milos Jojic. It would be fair to say that Weissman is basically in a goal-of-the-season competition with himself at this point having scored that bicycle kick a couple of weeks ago. He now has 24 goals for the season, which is already the most any player has managed in an entire Austrian Bundesliga campaign since 2015, when Jonathan Soriano of Salzburg scored 31. The hosts look certain to win by this point, but as they themselves proved in the last round, a lead is never safe in the Austrian Bundesliga. Hartberg scored through Rep and Tadic either side of the break to level the scores, with the equaliser a penalty that saw Wolfsburg centre-back Nemanja Rinic sent off for a second bookable offence. Rep and Tadic then turned providers, setting up goals for Jodel Dosu and Amadou Dante respectively to make it 4-2. Rep's assist for the third goal was really worthy of a mention. It was technically perfect, a flick from a long lean Hart ball downfield, that went straight into the path of Dossu. Immense credit must go to Marcus Schopp's men, who were hammered 6-0 by Salzburg at the weekend, but had the mental strength, resolve and quality to bounce back and prove that they are well worthy of that place in the top six. They are now fifth, four points clear of Sturm Graz, and only two points behind Lask, which is crazy when you think that the men from Linz were in title contention only a fortnight ago. Wolfsburg, meanwhile, a third on 23 points. It looks set to be a ferocious battle for the Europa League birds in the season running.
0: Thanks very much for that report, Lee. Yeah, some absolutely brilliant goals in there. Not least Weissman, but yes, Soboslai as well, as you mentioned. He's probably not had his best season in a Red Bull shirt. um, Probably had a bit more of an impact last season, a bit more of a breakthrough But he sprang into life for this one. A really, really nice hat trick, some brilliant goals. And you could almost see what it meant to him. He's been pretty clear that he wants his future sorted by the end of the season. He wants to know where he's playing next season. And that may well be at AC Milan if the current rumours are to be confirmed. But he's done his chances of a big move. No harm at all there, especially that third goal that Lee mentioned with the Maradona turn and the finish into the bottom corner. Well worthy of a watch. So a good week for Dominic Soboslai. Not such a good week for Nestor El Maestro, the Sturm Graz coach. A terrible run of form. Nobody seems happy at the club. And things have just gone from bad to worse. And since then, actually, it has been confirmed that a suspended ban against Nestor El Maestro. If you think back, if you've been a regular listener to the other Bundesliga throughout this season, you might remember that against Mattersburg way back last year, Nestor El Maestro found himself in a bit of trouble for an angry reaction as he walked off the pitch after a crazy 3-3 draw. He got back into the sort of media room and threw some cones and threw some plastic sort of pull-out fencing against the ground. Uh, It was quite a violent and rather strange display, it has to be said, for a manager. But that has come back to bite him because there was a suspended four-week sentence, uh, or four-week ban, sorry, from that I don't think prison time <laughs> is a realistic outcome. Um, but yeah, a suspended four-week touchline ban. They've changed that now and brought it back in as a four-game touchline ban, as it was originally intended. Obviously, four weeks now would be pretty much the rest of the whole season. So they've changed that to a four-game ban and a €2,000 fine. So with Nestor El Maestro not on the Sturm touchline for the next four rounds, that's quite a significant amount of time with the games coming thick and fast like this. Will he be there in charge after that time? Who knows? Of course, that's just a question at the moment, but the rumours are starting to circulate that it might be the end of the road at Sturm for a rather unhappy Néstor El Maestro. It's not been uh, a particularly pleasant season for them, and nothing has really changed since the restart. In the next game, they go against fifth-placed Hartberg, so there's a lot riding on that one if Sturm want to get themselves off the bottom of the group They'll surely need to start turning things around and doing it very quickly with this game against their Styrian rivals. A bit of a derby here coming up as well against Hartburg. As Lee alluded to in that report, at the top of the table now you have Red Bull Salzburg seven points ahead of Rapid Vienna, and Rapid will be rather happy to be seven points behind because they had a game against Lask away in passing on match day 25. And they had surprised Lask in passing earlier in the season with a 4-0 win that was somehow against the run of play. You don't see that too often, 4-0 against the run of play, but they managed it. And they did the same again this time. They absolutely pinched it with Lask, the dominant team, Gernot Trauner with an overhead effort in the first half. Yes, that's right. Centre back Gernot Trauner trying a volley, a half volley over the shoulder after a long throw. That tested replacement goalkeeper for Rapid. Tobias Knoflach, he had to make saves from Raguz and from Klaus throughout the game. He was kept pretty busy. But in the end, Taxi Funtas, the top scorer for Rapid Vienna, pinched a late, late goal. 87th minute that was against Lask, a Philipp Wiesinger back pass. He just didn't notice the Greek striker lurking near the edge of the area. And Funtas, the substitute, used his fresh legs to race onto the loose ball and poke past Alexander Schlager for a vital win for Rapide. They haven't been brilliant against their top six opponents this season, so those three points will be worth a lot for them. Even though it was rather against the run of play, Lask even thundering the crossbar with a Peter Michiel free kick in the 96th minute. Nothing is going right for them at the moment, on or off the field. Looking to Lask, You have to say, it's easy to say that they've capitulated since the comeback and since their six-point deduction. But actually, if you look at their performances since the break, they've been quite good. They simply are not getting the results. And this was another case of that. It could easily have been a draw. Lask could have won it. In the end, the more unlikely outcome was a win for Rapide. But even with their defensive stance in the game, they did pinch three points. So they move into second place, Lask down to fourth. And the top six is, uh, yeah, looking pretty interesting. Let's move on from there, though, and have a quick look ahead to the top six games coming up. I mentioned already that Hartberg versus Sturm is the Styrian derby. You've got Rapid Vienna hosting third-placed Wolfsburg in another crunch clash. So many of these in the Bundesliga at the moment. And Red Bull Salzburg will be facing LASK. So the challenges ahead do not get any easier for LASK as the games keep on coming. That's that for things in the top six. Let's have a look down to the bottom six. And for that, I'll hand over the relegation round to Simon Clark.
2: The Austrian Bundesliga's relegation group continued its immense randomness on Tuesday night. And we're going to start with the clash between the top two in the relegation group as Austria-Vienna clashed with Altac. For Austria-Vienna, it's been a less than spectacular start so far with a 1-0 win and a 1-1 draw against two of the bottom three sides in the relegation group. And their weaknesses were truly exposed by Altac, with the Vorarlberg side picking up a well-deserved 2-0 win. And in all truth, it could have been much more. In fact, it only took 20 seconds for Altac to go ahead in the game with Sidney Sam playing in Daniel Nussbaumer for one of the quickest Bundesliga goals of the season. After that, Nussbaumer and Johannes Tartarotti also both tested the Austria-Vienna goal. Alex Grunwald fizzed the shot onto the post and then it all started falling apart really for Austria-Vienna with Maximilian Sachs sent off for a second yellow after an ill-timed tackle on the half hour. The second half also got onto the wrong foot for, for Austria, with a missed time clearance from American defender Eric Palmer-Brown looping high and unfortunately in the top corner of his own net. It was uh, not the greatest own goal you've ever seen in your life. Altac could have made it free with Turnvold hitting the post, but at the end of the game, it was a 2-0 win for Altac and it was only one shot on target for the entire game for Christian Ilze's side. And this means that Altac leapfrogged Austria into top place in the table. Although if you remember, the top two places will be Europa League playoff spots. Next up, it was the bottom club before kickoff, Admiral Wacker, heading to their Niederösterreich rival, St. Polten, with the new sporting director, Ernst Baumeister, looking on in his first game in an empty Envy arena. And what did he get? Well, he got a superb away performance and a 3-0 victory. In fact, it was their first of the relegation group so far and it leapfrogged uh, them into 10th place from 12th before kickoff. And it started with Roman Kirschbaum following up on a Marcus Lackner header that hit the woodwork. Funnily enough, there was a slight hint of offside, which actually came back to haunt Kirschbaum, who also netted in the second half, but that was incorrectly ruled offside by the linesman. The, the game saw mischance after mischance for Admirer until Seth Pansel, in the, in the 87th minute, took it down the right and played across cross for, for, for Daniel Tot to make it 2-0, and then Pansel again with a second assist in, in the dying numbers of the game played in Pascal Petlach to seal a comprehensive and much, much needed win for Admira. There's also one of the saves of the season from Admira keeper Andreas Leitner who, who uh, manoeuvred his body brilliantly to, to, to deny Iseka Udrago for St Poulton. Then in the other early kickoff game, Veersgaterol clashed with Mattersburg in a game lit up by an astonishing volley from Andreas Gruber in the opening ten minutes for the for the visitors, and on a rainy rainy night in Innsbruck, uh, it took it had to take something very perfect for VSG to get on the score sheet, and it was after a perfect defensive ball forward from David Guggenegg found Kelvin Yeboah, who lobbed the keeper for, his, for the equaliser for Gay. In added time, Michael Svoboda saw red for Tyrol after a high-footed lunge on Andreas Kuhn. But that was all she wrote, and it was a 1-1 draw in Innsbruck. And what does that mean for the table? Well, Altak are top on 17, followed by Austria in 16. Those are the two teams in the Europa League playoff spots. Mattersburg in 14. Admira now in in 10th place with 12 points. St. Poulton in 11th place with 12 points. And Veskieterol with 11. And they're also the only team not to win in the relegation group so far. So with only six points separating... The six teams in the relegation group, who knows what can happen in this crazy random division where nobody is really in any form and everyone can beat everyone. Looking forward, this weekend, there's Altac versus St. Polten, Mattersburg v Austria-Vienna, and finally, Admira versus Versque Tyrol.
0: Thanks a lot, Simon, for that report from the topsy-turvy world of the bottom six relegation round in the Austrian Bundesliga. Yeah, what is going on there at the moment? No way to predict what's to come in those games. A quick look ahead. As you just mentioned, Admira playing against VSG. Good to see for Admira their lengthy injury list just thinned out a little bit for that last game. Bjana Tulke came back in after a long time on the sidelines. And Seth Paintsell as well. It's been a long time since we've seen him on the field for Admira. And uh, what an impact he made in that surprising win against St. Pölten. So nice to see a few players regaining their fitness for vs. Tirol. They've got Svoboda banned for the next game after that red card, as Simon mentioned. Mattersburg versus Austria features some bans as well. Gruber got himself suspended. Um, he's been Mattersburg's key scorer this season. Uh, but he will be missing for that clash against Austria-Vienna. That could be a big loss for them, after he's netted 12 goals this season and a really good goal in both of the last two games, in fact, for Mattersburg. High quality strikes from Andreas Gruber, but he won't feature. And uh, Maximilian Sachs, who's also been one of the better players for Austria Vienna of late, he'll be missing for the Violets. And also, uh, Diemaku is out with a shoulder injury. And Paulson, the on loan defender, will not make the game. Uh, he's not expected to make the game anyway, um, as he's fighting for his match fitness at the moment things are looking a bit more rosy for the game between Altach and St Pulten. What can Altach do now they've taken over at the top of the bottom six? We will see that uh, coming up very soon, I'm sure by the time you listen to this these games will be happening on Saturday afternoon and evening. Uh, just Lubacic coming back from his ban for St Pulten after getting sent off a couple of games ago and Ambichil will be suspended after five yellow cards as well for St Pulten. So that probably pretty much concludes the Austrian Bundesliga. We've uh, rounded up the games, looked ahead to the next games. They'll be on your TV screens very, very soon if you're lucky enough to be able to see them. If not, keep an eye on our Twitter account, on our Instagram as well, at Other Bundesliga. And we look forward to bringing you the roundup of the next games very, very soon because everything, of course, keeps coming thick and fast here in Austrian football. This league season is going to be over in a flash, but before then, we're keeping extremely busy. Hope you're enjoying our coverage. Thanks a lot for listening to the Other Bundesliga podcast.